Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Bears. My name is Joey Christopoulos, my co-host, Corey Wooten. we got a fantastic episode coming up for you in about 30 seconds. But first, we got to talk about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. And look, it's Thanksgiving weekend, and BetOnline can remain your number one source for all your football betting needs. They have the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. They offer free contests, live scores, giveaways all season long. So what are you waiting for? Hop on that app right now, BetOnline.ag. Join, and you'll receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's right, 100% welcome bonus. Only when you use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive that reward. BetOnline, where the game starts. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming into the pod. We're here to preview Bears, Jets in Week 12. So let's bring in my co-host. He went on the road and went to New Jersey <laughs> just to be right there at ground zero of Bears, Jets this weekend. It's my it's my co-host, former Bears defense fan, Corey Wooten. What's up, Corey? What's going on, man? Uh, on, on Sunday, I'll be able to hear uh, the, the cheers and applause from the stadium. I'm about five minutes from there. I'm in Rutherford. It's in East Rutherford, New Jersey. So, you know, Fireman Ed, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We used to see him all the time back back when we were in high school and all that. So he's a legend. He's a legend. Been on ESPN commercials. So it'll, it'll be a good game. I'm excited uh, to, to see what's going on and, and excited to see kind of Justin Fields if he's going to give it a go or not. Yeah, I mean, we can probably confirm right now that what you're going to be hearing out your window will not be booze because it will not be Zach Wilson. It will be Mike White under center for the Jets, uh, who are very much in the playoff picture right now. So, yeah, Corey, we're going to hit to Corey's keys really quick, but obviously the topic of the week, and we're taping this on a Friday right now, 1 p.m. Eastern time. We still do not know whether Justin Fields will play uh, this Sunday. He's been limited in practice. So, Corey, I'm just going to throw it to you. Do you think he will play? Do you think he should play? Vegas says no. The Jets are six-point favorites right now. So let's say Wootstradamus. So I, I would say like this. Uh, they're they're going to get with the, the training staff and coaching staff right now. So I think they're further evaluating things. I know he had some passes uh, in yesterday's practice. They had a Thanksgiving practice. He threw some passes. Obviously, it's his non-throwing shoulder. Um, the thing is like this, right? If he can further damage that shoulder, I, th- I think you sit him. You sit him out this week for sure. Um, the great part is his non-throwing shoulder. So you just have to tread lightly. If they are going to play him, how are they going to game plan to kind of protect that shoulder, right? Because there's a little negligence, especially in that in that last drive against the Falcons, right? A designed outside run with the quarterback in a two-minute situation. So that's on Luke Getzey right there, and uh, Justin Fields was kind of banged up that whole series. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they can game plan. So I think that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? If he's able to play, obviously it's going to be more of a throwing game for him, which I think would be a great thing, right? Because that's the last remaining aspect I think he really needs to work out to get confident. So, um, you know, if he does scramble, a slide right away, do not take any hits, things of that nature. But I think if he can go, I think it'd be good for him because he's, he's in such a groove right now. You don't kind of want to disrupt that groove. And I think I think the Bears are very cognizant of that, right? He's been arguably one of the most explosive quarterbacks, you know, for what he's been able to do with his feet. But at times, especially that last drive before the the, the one right before the two-minute drive, right? I mean, passing, he was on on the money there. The one David Montgomery to St. Brown, Mooney, like he was he was on fire. Like he really looked confident in there. So you just you don't want to disrupt that because he's he's in a real groove there. And uh you just have to tread lightly because you don't want something that can impact him, you know, going forward. But the great part is, is it's non-throwing shoulders. So I think that's what they, they really are aware of. 
I'm really happy you said that because, Corey, that's a perspective that I think I needed to hear because all week long I've been trying to wrap my head around what is the benefit of Justin Fields playing this week, especially now that we know that it's an AC joint, separated shoulder, I mean, it's all kind of one and the same. Uh, but, you know, you're bringing up a really interesting point about momentum and rhythm. And, Corey, man, uh, as a former as a former uh, Bears player, a former guy who's been in a lot of locker rooms before, can you just talk a little bit about is there any intangible benefit? He already owns the locker room, right? We learned that mm -hmm. last week with we found for Albert Breer. Justin Fields made a huge speech about apologizing to the defense. And then defense yeah. interrupts him through the apology and says, you don't have to do that. We've got your back. There's a synergy going on there. But can you talk about is there an intangible element as – Justin Fields emerging as this franchise quarterback about playing a little banged up. What does that say to the other guys in the locker room if he suits up in week 12? So it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky area, right? Because I understand both schools of thought, right? You don't want him to further injure that shoulder. And at the same time, you know, he's already has the locker room, like you said. But I think it's just another thing that you 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 put on the list, right? For the quarterbacks that came out in 2021, this is just checks another star for Justin Fields, right? Being super tough in a situation where he really doesn't have to play, where most people might shut it down. And he's, he's like, hey, listen, you know, I, I can manage this game and I can keep myself from injuring that shoulder. And I'm just going to keep working on the passing game. I'm really smart how I run. Me and Getsy are going to get together. We're going to we're going to work on these design plays where if I do run, I have the option to go down right away and I'm not taking any extra hits. If I scramble, same thing. I'm going to be really cognizant of that. And this is a great part that we can really work on the, the passing game, right? And who better than the Jets, who are arguably one of the best defenses in the league? So I think for Justin Fields, if he goes out there and he performs well and either even gets better in the passing game, I think that just adds to a different element that you're like, Justin Fields, like Bears, Bears fans, uh, Bears, you know, locker room, all the staff, they know what he can do. But I think it's it's still trying to get everybody else on board with him. I think this could be another opportunity where he goes up in a big stage like he did in Dallas. Great defense, almost put 30 up on them to, to go in the Jets stadium, which is a hard place to play and potentially put up some big points and look well, uh, you know, and Zach Wilson's bench by the way so i think this could could be a great opportunity for him just experience right that's what we wanted like last week we wanted a two-minute situation and the play calling was bad but this is another opportunity for him to play in a hostile place against a a playoff uh contending team uh with with arguably one of the best defenses in the league so that for me if you can have the game plan to protect him i'm all for it but if you can't i think you sit him this week yeah, and you can easily look. You can sit him, Bears fans, and you can get him ready and hopefully get him a little bit healthier for the week after with the Green Bay Packers, which suddenly, for a Bears season that's kind of up the track a little bit, I think that Bears-Packers game is really important. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just the meatball in me or whatever. I just think <laughs> if the Bears can come out and beat Aaron Rodgers and then head into an offseason saying, you know, maybe you've slayed that dragon a little bit, I think, it, I think it could possibly mean something. And, Corey, to your point, the 2021 draft, what an interesting juxtaposition, right, that we're heading into this weekend. Zach Wilson um does not seem to have the locker room in new york not only is he not starting Corey, he's inactive he's not even the second string quarterback they're making joe flacco the backup and meanwhile on the other side of town the number 11 pick in that draft justin fields is a guy who i honestly woke up monday morning being like all right he's gonna miss some time and then wednesday he's out there practicing Corey. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and now he might possibly play i mean it's just really interesting to see there's just two those quarterback tails right now are going on two completely different tracks well, Joey, think, think about it, right? You, you you talked about it. Justin Fields apologized to the defense and all that. And then when Zach Wilson was asked about his performance, if he could have done anything better, 
He said, nope. no. Right. Like, come on, man. You, you have to take accountability in this league. Right. You have to take accountability for what you're doing. He's not performing up to par They're They literally have one of the best defenses in the league and he still can't do anything with that. So Zach Wilson, a lot of people were high on him coming out of the draft. I never liked him, to be honest with you, because when I heard him talk on a press conference coming out of college, I was like, this is a guy that's going to command a locker room. Like, to be honest with you, you've seen him in his interviews. I mean, he looks very young. He looks like a 12-year-old kid, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, he can't help that. But the thing is, like, when the game's on the line, I want a guy that's going to command respect. And Justin Fields is that guy. He has the locker room. He's, Zach Wilson is a guy that's not – not he's, he's not going to put the blame on him, right? And as any good quarterback, right, regardless if they play bad or not, you take the blame and you put it on you because that's yeah. what you are. That's you're the big dog. You wear the pants and you take the blame when, when things go sour. Zach Wilson didn't do that. And you know what? They're going to be drafted another guy uh, this offseason because he's out of there. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Corey, if I can be extremely shallow, I'll be the extremely shallow one on the show right now. But as a former Bears defensive end, do you look at Zach Wilson's face and it just does it make you feel like you want to get back out and rush to the like rush the quarterback oh, yeah. one more time? I mean, come that, on. that'd be especially after you hear him saying no, like you're like, oh, this little yeah. punk, you know, just it just makes you really <laughs> think about that. So yeah, it's, I, I think it's, everything is telling. They've given him every opportunity. They put some weapons around him. They have arguably one of the best defenses, and he still can't do anything with that. I think people are saying all the time, what if we had Justin Fields? I got I got uh, Jets fans, friends of mine that are like, oh, my gosh, if we had Justin Fields with this defense. Uh, we, we, would, we would be absolutely killing it right now. And I think people realize, right, I think – Early on in the season, everyone was really, oh, I don't know, Justin Fields, he looks like a bust. He looks like Mitch Trubisky 2.0. And I think everybody's realizing, right, that Justin Fields is the best quarterback to come out of that 20, 2021 draft. And the Bears finally got it right because for years, right, we, oh, we picked Rex Grossman. It didn't work out. And Kyle Orton was up and down. And, you know, we got Jay Cutler. He had one good season and everything was kind of up and down. But Justin Fields is a guy, Joey, that I firmly believe that when you put the weapons around him, you get the offensive line right, and we have a defense, a dominant defense, similar to – that can even be half of what the Jets are. Justin Fields can be a top-five quarterback in this league, and I will not retract that statement. I stand behind that. I'm not, I'm not saying no like Jack, Zach Wilson. I'm putting my big boy pants on. I'm standing by that statement. Yeah, and, Corey, you've been saying it. You've been saying it since last year. And especially heading into preseason, too, as well, now that it's coming to fruition. Uh, you got a lot of people joining your side on that one. So, Corey, let's hop on over, man. Let's rip a uh, yeah. couple of Corey Keys real quick. Um, whether it is Trevor Simeon, whether it is Justin Fields, uh, what's Corey Key to the Bears possibly getting, uh, picking up a victory in Week 12 versus the Jets? David Montgomery, right? This is a stage, mm -hmm. right? He, ha he has the green light, right? Khalil Herbert has overshadowed him this season. Uh, David Montgomery is in his contract season right now. He really hasn't been up to par. We know his value, but as a whole, in a big contract year, he hasn't played that well. So rely on David Montgomery, right? He's the Swiss Army knife. He can do it all. He can block. He can catch it out of the backfield. But I think he's really motivated to get the rushing game going. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has 80 to 100 yards because I think the Bears, whether Justin Fields or Trevor Simeon is in, they're really going to try to rely on that running game. The Jets play really well with pass defense. They dial up some blitz packages. They have Sauce Gardner, arguably one of the best corners in the league. So I think they're going to tread lightly early on, especially trying to get that running game going. And when they do pass the ball, they work the play action. So it's going to be crucial for David Montgomery to get things going. And I expect him to go big these next couple of weeks with Khalil Herbert because, hey, this is his time to shine right now and really prove his worth, not only for the Bears, but the other teams that could potentially get him in free agency.
Yeah, and to take it a step farther, it's really going to come, uh, you know, it's going to be really huge for David Montgomery in this game in the red zone because if you look it up, the Jets have only allowed two rushing touchdowns, Corey, since week yeah. two. All right, so they're, they're, they're super stout in that game. Quick follow-up on that really quick. Um, I feel like this is also a game to possibly uh, deploy some screen passes. So in your opinion right now, with this offensive line where it's at, we've kind of seen the tight end screen a couple of times this year. We haven't seen the running back screen a lot. You know, why do you think that is? And do you think this offensive line is kind of capable of, of, of running that type of play for success maybe in week 12? So I think, I think it's a great play, especially when you have a, a defense like the Jets that are going to blitz and get up the field and, and try to pressure you, right? Because you use that to your advantage, right? They're getting up the field, offensive linemen, kick back, kick back, throw them by, and then all of a sudden you have David Montgomery with three or four offensive linemen leading the way. So I think that's crucial. Screens and draws, I always said that against great defensive uh, fronts, you know, because they like to get up the field. So you use that against them. So that's going to be critical, not only the screens to the running back, but the draws as well, just to keep them off balance. Corey, uh, hit us with another key, man. What is your second key to a Bears win in week 12? It's defensively starting fast, right? Mike White, it's been a while since he played, you know, a couple uh, last year, I think it was the, the legend of Mike White was, was born, right? He has he had a couple of really good games. Um, and I know he, he's excited to get going, but you got to start fast on him. Alan Williams is going to be crucial because this offense in general has struggled under Zach Wilson, but they're going to look to get a spark with Mike White to get things going because they've been awful. Like I think last week they had 104 yards of total out, some, something, something severely low. Um, so they're going to be looking to get things going. So defensively, we have to start fast, right? Really be able to knock out the running game. And then in situations where we can heat up Mike White, we have to bring them some different looks because I'm not really worried. You don't have a lot of heavy hitters at the wide receiver position that can really hurt you badly. So it's going to be critical for Allen Williams to really dial up that blitz package to get pressure because Jared Goff a couple weeks ago had all day to throw. And we know anytime a quarterback has all day to throw, Mike White had a couple 300 plus games last year. So it's critical to get the pressure on him. Yeah. And Corey, look, I, it's been no secret. I've, I've been ragging on the Bears defense, I think, since like week two of the season. Um, I don't think it's a very strong unit, especially in the legacy and foundation of what Chicago Bears football is. It is definitely not on the upper crust of that at all. But again, Corey, this is a plus matchup for them. This is a matchup where a lot of these guys can get some really good tape out there, go out there and make some plays. I mean, we talk all the time about defensive line and defensive rush. I mean, this is another opportunity, you know, to possibly get after the quarterback a little bit. And, you know, you're not, you know, just – there's a mean, there's a regression to the mean a little bit. And I think this is an opportunity for a Bears defense to possibly play well. You know, the question will be who's going to be under center at quarterback because that Jets defense is fantastic. So, you know, this could be a punt-a-thon a little bit. And I hope that the Chicago Bears defense does play well. Uh, Corey, I want to throw a key at you really quick. And you, you're going to enjoy yep. this one. Um, if Trevor Simeon is under center, okay? Yep. Uh, the key for me, trick plays. Let's go. <laughs> Let's empty <laughs> Empty the playbook, man. Uh, flea flicker. Uh, you know, we saw Justin Jefferson throw a pass last night in his game right now. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing David Montgomery doing something yeah. along those lines. I mean, I just think you need to get really creative if Trevor Simeon's under center. Um, you know, yeah. reverse screens. Um, anything and anything that possibly gets you going in that possible way. And, Corey, I wanted to bring one up to you because I was looking it up. Um, we're, do you remember 2011 versus the Packers, the fake punt? that was yeah. going to go to Devin Hester, but went to Johnny Knox and said it came back because of a holding penalty. Were you in on that play? 
Yes, I was in on that play. That was that was one of the best design plays I've ever seen ever. It's you know, incredible. Devin Hester's back there, does the does the fair catch. Everyone has his attention, but the punt is kicked the other way. And Dave Tobe dialed that up. He said, I know based on this formation, they're gonna kick it to where Johnny is just based on that formation. And it worked out perfectly. They kicked it exactly where we wanted to. Everybody's going at Devin Hester. You know, John, Johnny Knox gets it clean to the end zone they, they called it back for holding or whatever it was kind of bs call but yeah th things like that to get things going and you you brought up something with special teams that's my final key is special teams wise do not allow the big plays you know last week cordell patterson sets an nfl record for kickoff return mm -hmm. then when we talk about the miami game right block punt for a touchdown right we lose that game by what four points yep. so you can't give up the big plays because that's two times in a row special teams hurt you you know Cairo Santos missing the extra point in that Miami game um so special teams can't beat you especially in a season where we don't have the arsenal Valus Jones fumbles Valus Jones yeah, fumbles it's been it, exactly. that's a really interesting point we talk a lot about offense and defense but the special teams has had crucial special, errors and crucial that's, moments that's that's two losses because of special teams right last mm -hmm. week against the Falcons right we we don't allow that we potentially the defense was bowing up stepping up um they they forced the fumble uh the play before with Cordell Patterson and then all of a sudden we let that up right and we lose by what was it four points or three points three points 35 35 32 yeah uh, uh, 27 24 Falcons 35 32 yeah. uh Dolphins yeah exactly so two games that that were decided by by special team scores on the other team that could have been avoided right Khalil Herbert misses the cut block and then all of a sudden our coverage is bad so do not let special teams beat you because we've been in so many games Joey I don't think people could realize that you know that that commanders game right that that's that's a potential win Miami lost by this one much teams, one of the best teams in the league we play down the wire let let up that block punt ultimately in the game Atlanta is another one right so the, lot, the Lions the Lions game extra Lions point. game as well yeah. right so so this this season could be a lot different um you know if, if a couple of plays here that's how every game is but you just never want special teams to beat you yeah, Corey, I mean, if you look at it, there's really probably two games that I think we can categorically say we were never really in it, right? We yeah. lost the Packers. We could have could have cut it to a touchdown. Sure, we could have. Yeah. But we were never really in that game. And then, of course, Dallas, we put up a good fight. And those are probably the two true losses that we've had. And all the other ones, if you want to go back, there are moments and opportunities where if you execute like you're talking about, Corey, you know, you might have had a different outcome in the game. Do you have any more keys? Is that was that your last key? No, that, that, that was that was my last key. It's pretty simple, simple and yeah. uh, dry this week. I think I think the biggest thing is right. Get the running game going, you know, limit your turnovers offensively. And if Simeon's in there, let's work the quick passing game because he's really confident in that. And the times he started for Denver when he was really rocking his first couple of years. He had the short and intermediate pass. So Luke gets, he needs to dial that up, especially with the talented Jets defensive backs, right? They're, they're, they're going to be great in coverage, but let's, let's work some of the pick routes. Let's work some of the rubs, work some of the quick and intermediate things to, to really get him going, work the play action off the Montgomery and defensively, we have to start fast, right? We started slow all year. They drive down on us every first drive, but it's good, you know, to, to, to have a stop, a three and out to start the game, right? That would be yep. huge for the momentum of this team. And hey, if Justin Fields can play, I'm I'm hoping this is one of those games where everyone's saying, "Oh, he's not going to run as much as he wants to," and then he bucks up with the pass against one of the best pass defenses in the game. It'll be huge, you know, completing balls deep. Maybe we'll see a Claypool sighting, you know, because I, I need to give him at least two more games before I can fully evaluate him. So it's going to be interesting to see. But we we just need to see more production from the passing game, whether it's Justin Fields or Trevor Simeon. 
hopefully Justin Fields can go this week. They're just cognizant of how they protect him um, going forward. So I think that's going to be the conversation because I don't think they've made a decision yet, honestly. I think it's going to be close to a game-time decision for Justin Fields. I think they're weighing everything. They're going to see how he is in warm-ups, how he feels – um, obviously, he's probably going to get a Tordal shot. People that don't about know about say, the Tordal shot. I was about shot. to say, uh, yeah. I, I heard something that said with Tordal and AC joint injuries, uh, if you get the Tordal, you can you get you get full range of motion and you're actually pretty good. There's nothing that's exactly. Yeah. So so yeah, having Tordal shots before you feel like Superman, uh, you know something's really bothering you. You get that shot, and then uh, about an hour before the game, and then all of a sudden during game time, you feel feel really good to go. Afterwards, not not so hot uh, next day, <laughs> but but it's something like Justin Fields is a tough guy, and I think he can get it done. So I would like to see him continue to play because, like I said, when you get in a groove, and he's starting to get in that groove, and you just don't you don't want to disrupt that, right? Because sometimes everything is feel and rhythm. Um, so I would like for him to play if they can protect him with the game planning and he could be smart about how he takes hits and, and does it. Yeah. And this is a really, really talented jets defense to get a lot of experience against too, as well. You know what I mean? With, you know, and so that's going to be really interesting. Corey, uh, it's time. We're going to do final score. Uh, you won the week last week. I think you had Falcons 28 to 24, man. That was almost, that was yeah. almost dead on. I, I, yeah, flipped yeah. It. I, I said the bears were going to win this game. So Corey, we got to do things a little bit different this week. Um, it's Thanksgiving, right? So what yeah. do we do? Let's do more final scores. I want you to give me a final score of Justin Fields plays. And I want you to give me a final score of Trevor Simeon plays. Uh, I okay. can go first. I can go first if you want. All right, you go, want first, first. go first. Yeah, okay, go first. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, the first one, if Trevor Simeon plays, um, I got the Jets winning 17-6. to six. And I'm sorry. Okay. I- I'm really sorry. I just think it's going to be a really, really, really difficult game. I think the Bears are going to scale down everything to try and, s- like, shorten the game up, uh, go possession by possession. And I just don't think the Bears offense is going to have enough to really score. And I think mm-hmm. we're going to be in a situation where we're going to have to go for it on fourth and eight at whatever the 25 yard line instead of kicking a field goal because we're going to need touchdowns. And that's where I think the low score is going to come from. If the yeah. if Justin Fields plays, how am I not going to just say that Justin Fields wins? I'm going to say Bears 23-20 because mm-hmm. if Justin Fields plays this week, if Justin Fields plays well, and if Justin Fields helps the Chicago Bears win against the New York Jets this week, I'm just going to have to shut my mouth on Justin Fields for a long time because we already think he's the dude. But, man, that's the stuff. It's kind yeah. of the stuff when, when you're in bars with buddies. It's kind yeah. of stuff that legends are made of a little yeah. bit. I'm not I'm not saying we're exactly. going to the playoffs or anything, but when a guy comes back from an AC joint injury, a separated shoulder the next week and comes back and beats a team on the road, that's just the stuff that starts – that's another, like, a bit of stardust in the superstardom, you know what I mean, in the superstardom. No, bags. I love it. I love it. That's what I'm going to go with. I, I think the Bears can pull it out if Justin plays. Uh, if Trevor Simeon plays, um, I, I just don't see – we just don't have the horses right now. And uh, yeah. the Jets' defense is too talented, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So so I'm I'm kind of on the same philosophy. A little bit better score with Trevor Simeon in there, but I think ultimately the Bears will Wild lose with him in there. <laughs> Wildcat. Yeah. No, because I I think I think he'd run the offense exactly what you need from a backup, right? But I just think the Jets defense is gonna be too much. Um, you know, our defense has kind of struggled. So I think if he plays, it's it's 21-14 Jets in the tight one, right? Um, yeah. but if Justin Fields plays, I, I think it's a situation like 28 21 bears because i think i think he's gonna have that type of game where he just wants to constantly prove people wrong right since that one press conference they talked about how his stats have improved like unbelievable i think he's responsible for for 10 or 12 touchdowns or something like that and only one turnover it's been unbelievable his transformation since that one press conference so it's it's i think after the commanders i believe it was so for for him 
I think he just wants to prove people wrong. He's a competitor. He's everything you want in a quarterback. And like, I, like I've been saying, he was my top quarterback coming out in 2021. I've been firm about that. Even how he started out the season, I still knew when they could game plan for him and kind of script for success and do the things he's comfortable with. And when he got that confidence, I knew. And like I said, he hasn't even scratched the surface of what he can do, right? When, once we get the weapons, once we get the offensive line, he's going to be unbelievable. I told you, top five quarterback. But in this game, I think he's going to want to prove it against a big stage, right? He's a guy that's played in big-time games throughout his career, from college to Ohio State, right? And, you know, in that Clemson game in college when he played against Trevor Lawrence and he outplayed him in the game. Ribs? Right? Didn't he have broken ribs in that game? Exactly. 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 So I'm looking for a similar type of performance, right, against arguably, like I told you, one of the best defenses in the game to really prove what he can do in this league. And, hey, I'm banged up i can't run as much as i want to right so i'm i'm gonna work on this passing game so i look for him to have a good passing game. i'm not gonna say he's gonna throw for three four hundred yards but he's gonna be very efficient right he's gonna limit those turnovers and i think he if he plays he will lead the bears to victory i think everybody's gonna be reinvigorated by him going out there and saying listen this game doesn't matter this season doesn't matter but that's a quarterback that i get behind and that's why i think if justin fields plays they'll win this game yeah, this isn't my line. I think I saw it on Twitter from uh, the the very very uh, popular uh, Bears uh, analyst, uh, Ill Will, when he says uh, Justin Fields is the son of a Marine, right? I mean, I, you know what I mean. I, dude, we we throw the word tough around a lot, but you're really starting to see on a week in week out basis that not just the hits that he takes, but now what he's dealing with right now, and he is working towards playing in a season where we're kind of up the track. I just think it says a lot, and it's it's. It's just so easy to root for each and every single week. I'm just getting more and more excited. And Corey, it's just funny, man. Like if he doesn't play, it's like it's like this deflating feeling. Like I look forward to just watching Justin Fields play on Sundays now. It's like a it's yep. like my favorite new show. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a new episode of Justin Fields coming out this week that I can't wait to see, and it's getting to that point for the Bears franchise. Uh, Corey, we got to get out of here, man. Happy Thanksgiving. My friend, today's episode of Believe in Bears was presented by BetOnline.ag. 100% welcome bonus when you use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Check it out this weekend uh, when you're with your holiday and your friends and your family. Uh, Corey, man, take us home on a great pod, man. You're coming to us live from New Jersey. Uh, Enjoy home, my friend, and we'll see you back in the Midwest next week. Yeah, man, another good pod. Uh, Looking forward to this week to see if Justin Fields suits up because I think this could be one of those trademark games for him. I know it doesn't really matter in the scheme of the wins and losses this season, but I think it'd be another gutsy performance just to prove that he's the leader going forward, that he's the guy that you need when the game's on the line, when things aren't going great, that he's going to be there for you. And he took the accountability last week. Zach Wilson didn't. That tells you everything you need to know about our franchise quarterback, quarterback one, Justin Fields. So, Looking forward to hopefully he can play this week. If not, rest up a week, get ready to go against Green Bay and go toe-to-toe Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers and their season has been up and down. I think this is just another opportunity if he can play just to continue getting better, continue improving, continue getting that confidence up for next year because Joey, when he actually hits hits the ceiling, it, it's, it's going to be scary um, for what he can do. So looking forward to another one and, and we'll break down whether it's Trevor Simeon or him, you kind of went, went right, what went wrong. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully results in a bears win, man. Uh, everyone that's listening, appreciate the support. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Um, be well, be safe. Like you say, Joey and, uh, bear down, baby. I'm grateful for you, my friend. I'm grateful to my co-hosts and always don't forget. Also be good to each other this weekend. I know you're around family, 
but you know what I mean? You're in those tight walls, but just be good to each other this weekend. Uh, gobble, gobble, uh, be safe, uh, and bear down, man. Bear down. Let's see if we get a win. And then Bears-Packers next week. So let's Ooh. see. Get excited. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.